Radio Bristol, um, try it Tuesday time. And what we thought we'd have a go at today is yoga, but yoga with a slight difference as well. So um, a couple of weeks back, I went to go and meet Lucy Aston. She was organising a yoga and huga retreat. All will become clear in a moment. Um, she's founder of Yoga Do UK. So she's a teacher of yoga and mindfulness. She teaches children, um, including really little ones, right up to adults. There's no age limit on any of this. Um, and I just asked her just to start off with by kind of summing up what yoga is. Yoga, the word yoga actually means union and different people have different uh, definitions on what that is a union of. Um, I tend to say it's a union of your body and your mind but it also can be a union of your body and your breath. So as you move your body you're breathing in tune or in line with that which helps you to relax and become more aware of your body. And which countries do you think are most likely to be associated with yoga? Where does it come from? So yoga started about 5,000 years ago in India um, and it is very much um, a, a practice which started in that country. I did my training in India so I really got to um, get under the skin of it and that was why I picked um, to, to do my training in India because I wanted to go to the home of yoga. But it's practiced all around the world now, I'm sure, I'm sure you know that um, and and it takes many different forms so there'll be different types of yoga um, that you'll find in different countries I mean some of the more traditional types of yoga are still practiced in India and we have a kind of modern version of it here some would say a more commercial version um, which kind of aligns with fitness training or crosses borders with Pilates um, so it's you know it has many different forms and it's found globally now how about the link to religion and faith and, and sort of spirituality I suppose I think obviously it's had a, you know, its origins in, in, in faith um, and um, obviously that kind of the meditation and the, the spiritual side of um, yoga is very important to some people. But I think, I mean, I teach in schools now and I teach um, children of all different faiths and I teach adults of all different faiths. And I, and I um, am coming from a place where yoga is what you want it to be. So it allows you to become aware of um, who you are, how you are feeling and and how you might have a place in this world so that can I mean I, I particularly don't have a, a religion I would say I'm an atheist so and I here I am you know teaching yoga but I, I I would say I'm a spiritual person and I would say that I find yoga very helpful to connect my body and my mind so I would say it may have come from a religious uh, origin or background but I think yoga today it has so many different forms and it just it is what it is to each individual and each individual will take something different from it in terms of from it in terms of what skills you might need to give it a go i think there are sort of visions that people may have yeah. of, of various moves and the funny names that yeah. they've got uh so what would you say about that I, I would say that I used to think that. I used to think that you had to be a certain shape or have a certain level of fitness or flexibility to practice yoga. In fact, I, I didn't like going to yoga classes because I didn't think that my body shape was right or that my um, skill level was high enough. I, I say that, no, you don't need to be a particular shape and size. People will laugh who know me would laugh because I always say it's like a journey it's a journey so you've got to start from somewhere so if you're missing 
Mr. or Mrs. Inflexible with a bad back and stressed, yoga will take you half a step closer to being not as stressed or maybe not stressed at all and have more flexibility you've got to take a, um, a step to be able to get on that journey really I think there are several things you know just a quick straw poll of chatting to people before I came asking them you know whether they've ever been to yoga what they kind of think of when they imagine it and there are several things one they said they were put off because they might laugh a lot the idea of lying there and having to kind of be still and quiet that they would mm. laugh out loud and that would be embarrassing two and you'll have heard this as well that they may break wind in the class and be the only person Just ever natural. to have done that um and but these are all kind of yeah. as well as then not being able to do some of the moves yeah. so as an experienced teacher well i can say all of those things happen every single class so they won't be the first and they definitely won't be the last <laughs> and in fact you have got laughter yoga so if you want to have a good laugh and you're the sort of person who naturally thinks you might get the giggles in the midst of being instructed to lie there and be quiet, um, then then I suggest you take a look at that. Also, Lucy is very polite, so she wouldn't mention any, <clears throat> how do we put this, accidental natural noises. Um, we're going to talk more in a few moments time about huga and yoga and the two combining. Um, right, we're talking about yoga and huga and the combination of the two with Lucy Aston, who's founder of Yogadu Yoga, a uh, Yogadu UK. She's a teacher of yoga and also mindfulness, and she teaches children and grown ups. And I went to go meet her at one of her retreats just south of Bath, and we got talking about the mindfulness side of yoga. And I asked her how important that is. I think that's really important. Um, and you know, within yoga, normally the last 10 minutes um, or so is called the savasana, which is corpse pose. Um, and um, it basically allows your body to rest and um, for you to be mindful in the moment and to, and to relax and just breathe and let your body just completely relax at the end of your practice. But for me, I mean, I tend to, in my everyday classes for kids and for adults, I take it one step further and I will actually increase that. So I will maybe teach you a breathing technique during the class or I will give you a mini meditation at the end of the class above and beyond the savasana because, um, as I said, right, you know, the union of the body and the breath for me or the body and the mind is key you can go if you're just doing the moves or the poses or the postures however you want to call them in in a way you could just be doing aerobics mm. it's as soon as you switch on that breath and that awareness and that mindful uh, mind and brain then you've got yoga so do you always do that then will you always finish a class with the savasana yeah absolutely um i think especially uh, with the adults they need it and it's always the adults that say they haven't got time for it that need it the most the children uh, really enjoy just having a lie down in school time they can't believe their luck um and it's just <laughs> sleeping lions yeah exactly <laughs> i mean some children don't like to close their eyes so we might use eye pillows or ask them to put their hands over their eyes um but it's really um beneficial i mean we live all live such busy busy lives now even the children with extracurricular mm. activities just having a moment having five minutes my mum used to say mm. um is just so important let's talk about the other element that you're weaving in increasingly to your <laughs> yoga um 
practices, certainly to your retreats, and this is a word that's around a lot that probably not many people know how to spell but have heard this huga word mentioned. Yeah, so huga is a Scandinavian um, concept and I became aware of it a few years ago and I was working in Scandinavia and I've travelled um, to Finland um, with my family and free work um, and Norway and um, it's, it's the... It's basically the feeling of coziness now we all know that getting cozy um is is lighting a candle or um putting a blanket but when you wrap everything up it it becomes more than that it becomes something in your heart uh, which sounds a bit cheesy but um i think i i use a winnie the pooh phrase that um how do you how do you spell love or how do you spell happiness and i think it's tigger that says you don't spell it you feel it and that's the same for hugum it's a funny old word anyway you spell it h Y-G-G-E and you don't just spell it or describe it you actually have to feel it and the, the Scandinavian communities all across the countries use it, um, it's just normal to them um, and they'll have huga moments or they'll have, it'll be huga like so they'll have huga like moments it'll be the lighting, it'll be the blankets it'll be the food and it's not caviar for it's um, comfort food so it'll be a hearty stew I'm bringing a huga yoga to the fore because I think there are so many crossovers between huga and yoga for one it's that feeling of um, inside getting cozy and connecting with yourself but also it's about connecting with the people in the room so we've had 15 people here um, today many of whom don't know each other but for just an hour to a couple of hours we've just had this kind of connecting activity which has probably meant that everyone's left feeling just a little bit more loved or warm or cozy inside and that for me is is just perfect after doing that and kind of coming to if you like I just thought this is really funny I don't know you I'm lying here in a room with a load of other random people I've just followed your lead and trusted you and we've all done the same thing and everyone does I know absolutely and um, I've I've had people ask me I do something at the end of the session in the savasana or the, the rest where I do a body scan and I ask people to bring attention to different parts of their body and just relax and let go and I've had people ask me to record that so they can have it. And I, th- and I think that's strange, but actually when you're in the moment and you're absorbing in it, and we're all busy to have someone else take the lead, like you say, for a moment, and just for you to just switch off and just follow mm. um, something that I'm suggesting that might be good for you to do. Um, well, you tell me, did it, did it feel good after you yeah. did it? <laughs> yeah. So it, it's, it, is, it is unusual, but I think if um, once you've um, done it a few times, then I think that it becomes actually something that you need or you want to happen again so I think that's lovely that's Lucy Aston there and I have to say I'm a big fan of the Savasana bit the 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 pose where you just get to lie there nice and still where you just relax breathe and and sleep at the end of the practice that you've done Um, never tried yoga before but it was really good fun so big thank you to Lucy who teaches children from 18 months upwards and the grown-ups as well